no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, we break down all the latest Bears happenings and much, much more. A-Dub, what's up with your breath? Yeah, all good, man. Looking forward to chopping up about the off-seasons, man. You know how that is, bro. It's always a big deal, especially with that number one pick, baby. Look, the number one pick, the Bears closing on Arlington Heights, son. It's official. All you yeah. suburbanites, get ready. Y'all about to get a <laughs> bunch of traffic coming your way, a bunch of traffic. But you know what they do by the time, man, that, that stadium is built and everything's all said and done, I guarantee you, man, they're going to have that whole traffic grid situation already figured out. You know what I'm saying? So I guarantee you when it's all said and done, man, those people out there, they'll be very happy. They're going to make a lot of money. The property tax bills may go up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they ain't going to be too happy about that part of it, but you're right, man. They got a good chance of figuring everything out right now before anything happens. We kind of figured, like, hey, man, this is a far going conclusion that this is going to happen. The Bears wouldn't have pointed up all that money to not close on this property, right? Right. We also knew, hey, they want to own their stadium. Right now with the Park District and the city of Chicago, the Bears got to jump through all type of hoops. That playing surface, awful. You guys already know that. We don't have to run down the list of all the reasons why they did this. But now going forward, A-Dub, now that's official. There's no more speculating, A-Dub. There's no more guessing. There's no more, what What if Lori Lightfoot does this? It don't matter what Lori Lightfoot does. <laughs> they told her to go sit down somewhere. Yeah, man, they did. Like, look, Lori can try as hard as she wants to. She can put out all these type of plans. But as you can see, the Bears are on their way to Arlington Heights. Making that move lets you know further, even though they didn't put in their letter press, that they're looking to go that direction. So it just says it just shows you where the Bears are at at this point. They want to be their own owners. They want to do their own thing. That's going to be amazing, man. If which and I, and I know it's going to happen, but I have to say this: if this project <laughs> happens, yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. But <laughs> to the point that you're making, though, the revenue wise for that area, for the Chicagoland area, it's going to be yeah. awesome. Think about all the jobs they're going to add to the economy. I mean, I saw a report somewhere. They said almost 50,000 jobs could potentially come with the Bears moving out there to Arlington Heights. Anytime you can generate that many jobs, it's always a plus for the economy, especially in Chicago area. Both commercially and residential-wise. Man, if there's developers out there, boy, you want to make sure that you get your name attached to anything out there in them properties. <laughs> that is a come-up. Now, one thing, though, we, we found out the Bears are not going to seek taxpayer funds locally to develop this thing. And that was something that we talked about on previous episodes that, hey, the citizens, uh, the citizens there, they kind of pushed back on that. So it looks like the Bears are going to try to figure this out on their own. You know, and listen, they, they got enough money in that McCaskey family. They got enough money with people in that ownership group. They, they have the relationship with you know, the sports betting that's going on. So the Bears yeah. should be fine. And including, and you add to that as well, Perez, they got the time. So it looks like they got everything rolling to their favor on how they want to proceed going forward. So 
you got to salute to the Bears for taking their time with this year and how they're working through it. And the fact that our new president and CEO, Kevin Warren, as I mentioned before, has done this before. So we got the guy with the master plan at the helm of everything. But the big thing that he mentioned with the project that he did in Minneapolis was that the project came in on time and under budget. Those are everybody's favorite words. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not only just was the stadium on time and under budget, but it's a dope stadium. Like, one of the stadiums that you could go to and you look at, you're like, this was well done. And I know the Bears are going to take full advantage of Karen Warner. Knows what he's doing, who's been through the process. Probably made some mistakes going through it, but learned from it as well. I mean, that's a lot of knowledge you can gain from a guy that's going through that process. So I think the Bears are in good hands from that perspective. And I know, audience, some of you may push back and say, well, fellas, just because they finalized the purchase does not guarantee that the land will be developed. Sure. Right. But <laughs> we're talking about the McCaskey family and the Chicago Bears. They ain't going to go through all this just to, to not develop that land. You know what I mean? And I have to think that the city of Chicago has to realize that they're getting ready to lose their Hallmark franchise. They have to realize that that day is coming. And Perez, what else would they do with it? <laughs> if they don't build the stadium, what other avenues they're going with it, right? You're talking about a casino or something? I mean, it all lies to the fact that they're looking at building the stadium. They're just taking their time with it step-by-step. Step. I nope. just don't see any other venture that they're going to do with it. Yeah, because some people may say, or oh, Dub and Prez, you know, they, they could do a casino. They could do uh, right. a shopping, all this other stuff. Man, please, shut <laughs> up. Right, man. They going for this stadium. I understand it's not always going to be popular for all the fans, but you and I talked about that before, Prez. Sometimes you got to do what makes sense, what makes business sense. And for the Bears, building the stadium seems to make business sense. Oh, it makes tons of sense. Did you hear those numbers of jobs that, that's going to come to the area? Think about it. Right. You're going to need all those people that's going to help build that damn thing. And once the stadium is built, you still going to need people to work in the various parts of the entertainment district. Because it's not going to just be the stadium. They want a whole entertainment district. Brother, the economy of Chicago is going to be fucking fire after this. And I know it's going to be some gambling associated with the audience. I know a lot of people, they don't like that. They don't. You know what I mean? I know we're right. sponsored by DraftKings, but I know a lot of people, A-Dub, they have a, ooh, that stigma when it comes to sports betting and gambling, people hate it because they think about the fact that people are losing money and, and the fact that you're taking money for your tax base. So I get those things, but you know right. what? At the same time, people got to have self-control out here in these streets as well. That's true too, Chris. And it all boils down to that part of it that you mentioned about having sports betting, because a lot of people do love it, right? But you also got to think about the customer experience. And we saw, you you and I have these discussions before, even on here, Perez, about what it looked like at Soldier Field. Remember, you and I talked about how it rained in that boy, you know? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you talk about being a fan, you want to enjoy the game, you know? I know there are fans who out there have their shirts off and <laughs> all kind of paint on their, on, their, on their chest and everything else, and they get on TV and people look at them. How about doing that in 68-degree weather? <laughs> and then, you know, in the stadium, man. I mean, those things do matter, you know. So the if the customer experience, man, is going to be totally different once the stadium get built out in Arlington Heights. And I, I'll tell you, man, people may be upset about move, that move that you and I talked about, Perez, but once it's all done and see how the improvements, Perez, then the experience, that makes a huge difference. And you know what, end up on top of that. Now, I know that this is going to be a controversial take that I'm getting ready to make, but I just feel wholeheartedly about this. That whole Bears weather thing that everybody gets all hyped about, 
that shit is so overrated because right. who the hell has that helped us? <laughs> Listen, man, some of the coldest games I see teams coming here fucking beat us. Yeah, it's not an advantage. We have not gotten advantage at all from it. So what the hell do we need a weather? Say, let's play in the cold weather, and we still getting our butts kicked, bro. So I'm with you. I haven't seen the results. I mean, we ain't won since 85, bro. So that tells you right there. So it's been a long time since we won the Super Bowl. And, I mean, the only game that I can recall, like, in the cold weather atmosphere that that went in our favor was against the Falcons when I talked about this before. Michael Vick was the quarterback of the Falcons. Michael Vick yeah. wanted to be everywhere except for on that field that night. <laughs> but, I mean, think about the games that matter, though. Chicago Bears weather has not served us a purpose. So that was the biggest point of contention for people that didn't want the Bears to have a dome. They were like, hey, it's nothing like that cold weather coming in off the lake and having that Bears win and, and all this other stuff and the wind chill factor and all these things. And I'm like, yes, at one point in my Bears fandom, I bought into that shit, A-Dub. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a meathead <laughs> fan out there like, yeah, Bears weather, <laughs> they got to come in here and they got to do with that cold weather. And then after you keep seeing them L's happen, you start to change your, 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 your perspective. You're like, you know what? It's okay, man. We could, you know, it, it might be time for us to try something new, try yeah. a different thing. So the indoor Absolutely. stadium, you know, I've warmed up to that idea. Heck yeah, man. And look, when you and I went to Vegas, we talked about this, bro, how I enjoyed looking at that stadium, the inside of it, how cool it was in there, man. Just nice. And I'll tell you, if Chicago get a stadium like that, I guarantee you fans will enjoy it, bro. They won't miss that cold weather. <laughs> That's all I'll tell you, bro. Okay, so I got two things on that. Yes, A-Dub, when we were in Vegas, two things. First of all, we ain't had to worry about no weather because it's Vegas. Right. But I love the way that they constructed that thing because you and I are both built, you know, decent. You know, say me and A-Dub, we do all right. We, do, we humble out right. here in these streets. <laughs> you know, we hit the gym every once in a while. But a guy like me and A-Dub, guys like me and A-Dub can sit comfortably in the seats yeah. of Vegas. Yeah, yes. Whenever I have to sit in the Bears game with this man, I got to make myself skinny. And that's hard for me to do. <laughs> Especially when you got a dope beverage in your hand, man. Like, hey, bro, I got no elbow room. <laughs> no, we had that problem in Vegas. So my point is, audience, I know these are the first world problems. But it's okay every once in a while in the game to have some leg room, to not be yeah. squished. And I'll tell you one thing about Soldier Field. I love Soldier Field. I love it. But it wasn't built for guys that got muscles. It wasn't built no, for guys not that need some leg room. <laughs> exactly. You got some shoulders on you, and you, you're kind of tall, you're going to struggle a little bit. And don't let nobody have to get up and go to the bathroom, audience. That Ooh. is the worst. I'll be rolling my eyes at the people like, you got to get up and go to the bathroom again? Because it's such a pain, man. Because like, now you know somebody about to step on your foot, they about to kick your beer over. It's all kinds of problems that happen. And you someone like Dub, you're going to go to the back and say, you know what, Perez, I'll just stand, man. I'm going to get out the way because people are going to keep coming by, and it doesn't help at all. Well, see, that's why Dub's a nice guy because Perez ain't that nice. I'm, I'm going to say right <laughs> here, you want to go past me again. And, you, and every time you talk about some, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, you are sorry. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> they don't know my man, Perez. <laughs> But but one thing, though, A-Dub, is you and I are the only ones that are excited about the prospect of the Bears playing in the indoor stadium because yeah. Justin Fields last week went on a podcast and he talked about how he's looking forward to it as well because he talked about the throwing mechanics for him, how it's different outdoors versus potentially playing indoors. He's right. You know, I mean, you talk about when you're trying to throw accurate footballs, sometimes the weather is not so good. You know how it go for us. You can throw your timing off and throw – 
it, it can happen, right? So those kind of things could get in the way, especially playing in Chicago and the crazy weather that we get. That's what they call us Windy City here, right? We, we call Windy City for a reason. And sometimes that wind can definitely hit so hard, man. So it makes you have to run the football. But at the end of the day, man, I can see how it can impact the quarterback. But having that done would definitely benefit a guy like a Justin Fields. Yeah, because like I said, that Bears weather where I know our defensive players in the past, and that's why I'm sure some audience people ain't going to like my take about fuck Bears weather. But I know in the past, right, you had your your Erlackers and your, your Singletaries and, you know, you had the 85 Bears that are out there playing with no sleeves on. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, that was a, an advantage. They, they could psych teams out, but, you know, we ain't psyching nobody out these days. So. No, no, man. This is 2023, man. People, people have evolved and the game has changed a little bit. But to Justin's point, he talked about how when you play in that cold weather, you got to layer up, you got to bundle up. And he yeah. kind of felt like it's tough for him because he's like, you never feel like you're warmed up. No. And you can see sometimes when Justin, it was like he was trying to adjust at times to play yeah. in those type of conditions. And I can see the change he has to go through to try to prepare himself for a game like that in those kind of inclement weather. So I can understand that, man, from his perspective. But definitely, man, the future could be bright with a new stadium with him. Not to worry about those problems. And, of course, he'll be a much better quarterback even, even still. But the thing is, right now, man, I can understand some of those pain points. And the, the other thing is he talked about he felt slower when he was playing in those type of elements. And, and as a quarterback, like with Justin Fields' talent and skill set, I don't want to hear him talking about feeling like he's slow on any right. type of surface. So the sooner we can get this guy in a dome stadium, man, where we can take advantage of all that athleticism that he has to offer, man, y'all better hurry up and get that shit going. You better hurry up and break ground. Man, and that man, what he won't. I mean, he broke all kind of records last year. And can only imagine the damage that he could do if he played on an indoor surface, if he played indoors, if he felt like he was comfortable, if he felt like he didn't have to wear all these damn layers that he's talking about wearing. Man, you think about that type of advantage for the offense. Yeah, We can air it out. It's tough to air it out, man, when you're cold. I mean, any of us can think about ourselves being cold. How well can you run when you're cold? <laughs> How well can you throw when you're cold? I mean, it's a big difference between when you're warmed up and that's why coaches always say stay warmed up, man, because you can your body react a little bit differently. Now, one thing to realize, though, Justin, I know you want that dome stadium. It's going to be a couple of years, my brother. It's going to be a yeah. couple of years. So you're going to have to tough out that uh, the Bears <laughs> weather a little bit longer. I know that wind and that hawk. It ain't no joke. Trust me. We, we have been here in Chicago our whole lives, Justin. It don't get easy. So I know I feel your pain. Just hold on. Be patient. Help us on the way, son. Help us on the way. Speaking of Justin, hey, Doug, I try not to give too much uh, attention. I not to try. I try not to get too much of a spotlight to bad takes. But we keep hearing more and more people talking about after the Senior Bowl, they feel it's more and more likely that the Bears could move away from Justin Fields. I, my question <laughs> for you, A. Dub, is you and I both know that that's probably cap, right? But why do you think all these rumors keep coming up, circulating around Justin Fields? Why, why do you think that is? I will say, one, because the Bears got the number one draft pick, right? And there are a lot of people out there who are probably fans of Bryce Young who love the kid. And I get it. I totally understand that part of it. But at the end of the day, if the Bears did not have the number one draft pick, will this conversation be coming up? Will the Bears have the number three pick or fourth pick? We'll be talking about, hey, moving on for Justin Fields? Probably not. But there are some people who are just in love with other quarterbacks, their style of play, et cetera, that suits what they want and not realizing that improvements 
that Justin Fields have made throughout the season. And what I've seen at this point of Justin Fields' career, this kid has made a lot of improvements that lets you know that he can handle anything that comes his way. Now, I think there are some people who are just not reluctant to see the growth in Justin Fields. And therefore, they're saying, hey, we didn't do well as a record-wise. Let's move on from Justin Fields. No, nah, that's not the case. Look at the improvements. Look at everything. Look at this kid on film. Look how he's improved. You will see a totally big difference in why we should keep Justin Fields versus moving on. I mean, yeah, A.W., I mean, you and I talked about this majority of last season, but, I mean, he was one of the most exciting players in the league last season. Yep. And his athleticism made defenses pay. And in a matter of fact, a lot of these defenses knew what was coming, and they still couldn't stop him. You know what right. I mean? And so, yeah, you could probably look at the Bears' 3-14 of record last season and say, well, what did he do to, to lead to wins? Well, right, right. Not much, but guess what? He pretty much was the offense. Facts. And look at what he was able to do by himself with limited help, no offensive line, yada, yada, yada. Audience, you guys already know that kind of stuff. But, Adam, I thought you brought up a good point that maybe – it's two-part. Maybe it's one part. The Bears have the number one pick. Some people are throwing this shit out here to drive up the value of that number one pick and put out there uh, put out there some smoke screen that maybe the Bears would potentially right. be interested in a Bryce Young, right? That could be part of yep. it. This could just be some bullshit smoke screens that are put <laughs> out there just helping Ryan Post, you know, drum up some value, which I'm okay with. But what I'm not okay with is looking at people within our fan base. Yeah. Basically, openly saying, oh, well, what did he really do last year? And picking apart his game and disrespecting yeah. this kid. See, that's the thing. Y'all got to stop playing with people's names. That's Justin true. Fields is that dude. And y'all got to stop playing. Y'all got to stop playing with folks. Y'all got to start watching film. You got to understand football. You got to understand the fact of what we have here is something that we have not had in a very long time at that quarterback position, if ever. And I know a lot of us aren't used to nice things. A lot of us Bears fans, we're used to being hurt and disappointed. But, man, we got to open up to this new opportunity that we have in front of us and stop being afraid of it. Embrace it. It's good for you. Just embrace it. If our fan base can really be logical at, and really understand, which I know a lot of them do, that, hey, we need more than just, you know, if you talk about getting a better quarterback, I mean, we got a lot of things that this team needs to do to build up that you and I have talked a lot about, Perez, over the course of weeks, man. And it's not just in fields, you know, as the problem. Look mm -hmm. around. Look at this team overall. Are we going to talk about the quarterback? Are we going to talk about our offensive line? Are we going to talk about – like, there are other things we can talk about, bro, spend our energy on than on Justin Fields. We need to really just, you know, turn the page on that and talk about, hey, what else does, does this Bears team need to be successful down the road? The Bears were in games that they had no business being in last season, and that was That's, because of Justin. That was yep. because of Justin. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, A Dub, that man had that offense on his back, almost broke Lamar Jackson's record. I was okay that he didn't break it because I'm like, you know what? I wanted my quarterback to go into the offseason in one piece because Justin right. feels, man, he was limping in there at the end. It was just too much on his shoulders. I understand this kid is one of those humble kids who will go back to the drawing board and get better but that's just too much of a workload for a quarterback. I mean, he just needs some help. And I will say this. He's not perfect in this game, and, and there's some areas that he needs to improve upon. I realize yeah. that as a passer, there's some things that he needs to improve. There's some things that he needs to do to get better. Do I feel like he's going to do it? Yes. Do I feel like if if you look at the quarterbacks in this draft, Levis, Stroud, Bryce Young, 
Right. Do you think I think that Justin Fields is a better quarterback than all three of those? Absolutely. I agree. If Justin man. Fields was in this draft, I would draft him number one. Without a doubt, I would still feel comfortable saying, hey, let's go out to Justin Fields. So I think that people need to kind of just keep that in the, in the back of their mind when they're, when they're running their mouth about Justin Fields and, and the Bears' record last season and so forth. How soon we forget where we were at at the quarterback position a couple years ago? Another quarterback who I thought was also in somewhat of a similar situation as Justin Fields, people were written off. Remember how Hurts, they, they read him off, right? Like he wasn't going to be as good. Look, how, look what happened with him. He took another step this year, Eagles in the Super Bowl. You know, but the thing is, you just can't always predict and think that Quarterbacks don't put the work in. And you got players like Justin Fields who's willing to put the work in, Perez, who's not going to cheat. He's going to go through it, man, and put that energy and efforts to growing. You got to, that got to stand for something. It's a great point that you brought up Jalen Hurts' name because he's a guy that I've talked to the audience about and said, look, I think he's a good talent, but look at that team that they built around him. Yeah, you did bring um, it up. Yep. Imagine the Bears with that type of supporting cast around Justin Fields. Right, yeah. I don't want to take anything away from Jalen Hurts. Really good talent, but I think Justin Fields. If you give him that type of talent, we will see the same type of play. And so that gives me something to be excited for with the future. Of like, hey, we got a quarterback that has those intangibles. Like sure. Jalen Hurts, he just don't have to support the system, and that's why this offseason is so important for Ryan Post. That's why that whole damn organization was down there in Mobile, Asia, because <laughs> they realized what's at stake this offseason. And that's what you respect mostly right there, Perez, of the understanding for Ryan Poles, from Eberflus, from um, Cunningham. You just see the, the, the front office down there, bro, representing and realize that, hey, like you said, big offseason, we got to do the right thing to build this team up. And giving Justin Fields some help, will be the first step in that right direction. Number one pick that you brought up earlier, almost $100 million in cap space available to spend. And Ryan Post talked about premium positions that he needs to bring in some players, right? We yep. talk about these premium positions. What are those? Well, offensive line, like me and A-Double talked about at premium here. True. Defensive line, edge rusher, pass rusher, right? Yep. Corners. Those are your premium positions in the league. So is this going to be Really important to see which direction he goes in free agency, how he attacks the draft. Right. Where do they trade that number one pick to? You know, what type of draft capital comes back? What do they use that draft capital? Do they, do they package picks to, you know, to move up? Like, you don't know what they're going to do, right? But the Bears right. are in a really good spot. I remember you brought this up, Perez, about the Bears making a trade with the Colts, you know, um, that how well you thought intriguing that would be and what we probably could get back from that particular mm -hmm. trade, right, bro? Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. like that idea you brought that up. I said, man, yo, this is what we need because at this point, you and I are both agree on this. We don't need a quarterback. Other teams like the Colts are the ones looking for a quarterback. Even Houston, Texas are probably looking for a quarterback. But it's like, look, the Bears are trying to get better at those core spots that you've mentioned already, bro. Ryan Poles, Eberflus, they know what's going on. They know what this team needs. And, I mean, this is the thing. I talked about all those premium positions. Yep. They have enough money. They have enough draft capital, especially if they make one of these trades, whether it's with the Colts, which I hope that's the one that they do. Um, yeah. Whether it's with the Colts or whatever other team decides they want to come up and get that number one pick, I would just be curious to see what Ryan Post's plans are for that draft pick. Because if we trade Absolutely. down, let's just say four, is it Jalen Carter? 
Is it Will Anderson? What's it going to be? Either way, you got a generational defensive talent that's going to be able to help you going forward. And you can't go wrong with either of those two players, Perez, in my opinion. <laughs> Both of those guys, man, look phenomenal, who can definitely help the Bears right away. I mean, we talked about it last season, but our pass rush was non-existent. When your rookie safety leads your defense and sacks, that tells you all you need to know about your pass rush. And it's clear as day <laughs> what the problems are and what we need to do to be a successful team on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, like, but it ain't just there, but because, you know, we talked about on, on offensive line. Outside yep. of Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins, you don't know what you got on that offensive line. Cody Whitehead will probably be a cap casualty. There's a lot of holes that they're going to have to fill in that offensive line, and rightfully fucking so, because yep. Justin Fields is running for his life. You can't do that to that guy second year in a row. But, you know, when I look at this roster right now, I still think that, hey, you know what? While a lot of people will say, man, all the holes on this team and, man, the roster was this and that, you still got some young, promising players on this team. You still yeah. got some players that stepped up and showed you, hey, I want to be a part of this retooling. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a part of what we do here in Chicago because it's going to be something special. We got some players on this team, right? And we right. want to just make sure that we don't just – have the doom and gloom mentality, but we focus on the positives as well. To your point, Perez, you're right. We we got some some nice guys on this team here, some nice pieces. I still think Money Moon on the office side of it, still a nice piece when he comes back from injury. I think he's going to be nice um, still. I mean, we saw one year where he got over a 1,000 yards, right? I, I understand it didn't translate the next following year uh, as of last season, but at the end of the day, I still think highly of that kid. On the defensive side, Perez, we saw what our rookies did, man. We already saw that, man. We we saw the rookies play extremely well in the secondary. I mean, they continue at that pace and continue to grow, Perez. They're going to do phenomenal things down the road in their career. So it's not all bad, bro. It's not all bad. I thought Jalen Johnson been solid still. I mean, we just got some got good guys, man, that ready to play and ready to show what they're able to do next fall of the season. Now they got another year on their belt. Yeah, Jack Sanborn, another guy. Yep. Uh, you know, Kyler Gordon, you know, Jaquan yeah. Brisker. You know yeah. what I mean? So there, there's some pieces that are there. And, and I want to make sure we're keeping those guys top of mind. Uh, yep. Dominic Robinson, you know what I mean? Don't forget about him. He's somebody yeah. that I still think has some potential here on the offensive side of the ball, a Khalil Herbert. Like, yeah. So there are, are players here on this roster. And I just want to make sure that people realize that while we're talking about what they need to improve upon, just know that Ryan Poles has a little bit to work with as well. Yeah, everything ain't all bad, please. So I'm glad you're throwing it out there, bro, because you're right. We got some nice little pieces that we can work with and to build off of. Well, most teams are three or 14. You don't really have a lot to be positive about. You don't, you don't have a lot <laughs> of, of guys on the roster where you're like, oh, man, this guy right here. So for, for, for the sake of argument here, I just like to play devil's advocate for people to talk about how shitty the roster is. Okay, you know, I'll give you that, that the roster isn't the strongest roster, but I still think that we need to focus on some of these young guys that are up and coming, some of these guys that are promising. A uh, Eddie Jackson guy who basically came back into his own. Yeah. He's somebody that's going to be, I think, a big part of the, of the team next season. So it's like we have to just be cognizant of what we have. Uh, Chase yeah. Claypool, who is going to be entering his second season with the team, Hopefully him and Justin Fields can get a better chemistry, right? Hopefully we see Chase Claypool take on a bigger leadership role and take that next step in his game. You know? And that's all facts right there, bro. I hope so. 
But the thing is, to your point, the Bears were in, you said this earlier, were in a lot of games, and they had a chance to win some games. They could have, they reckon could have easily been better than three and whatever it was, three wins. Your point for us, a lot of these other key pieces on the team played pretty well in those games. Yeah, I thought they did too. We saw Cole commit starting to emerge as a red zone option there, security blanket for for Justin Fields. So listen, audience, we 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 got some things here on this team, and we we gonna yeah. enjoy those things, you know. And we wanted to make sure that you guys realize that hey, as far as the, the Bears Central's podcast, yeah, we gonna hammer on, on Ryan Poles and tell him what he needs to do, but we also gonna applaud him for what he did with this roster, stripping everything down, getting rid of the fat, right? Trading the Khalil Max, right? Not extending a Rob. You don't well, right. that trade for Brooklyn Smith. That was still uh, the jury still out. That one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know about that one now, but I would say though the other moves that he made, I thought that they were some smart moves. But he's got some even bigger decisions this offseason. What what are they going to do with David Montgomery? Hey, Doug? Yeah, that's a tough one, man. I know you talked a lot about it already, Fred. That you know they can possibly move on from him, but. Man, I, I still like this guy, Montgomery, man. I still think he got some value. But to your point, Perez, you always talk about as well, man, what it's going to cost, you know, to keep the guy and all that stuff. So once you start getting to the weeds of it, it's possible that he won't be able to team. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, you know, free agency, he's going to get a chance to go out there and talk to other teams. Yep. Ryan Poles has had nothing but awesome things to say about David Montgomery. I think he realizes and knows how much David Montgomery means to not only this, this team, but the city of Chicago. I mean, he right. represents who we are to the core of us as people, right? Yeah. And so that's for one thing that, that makes me really proud that he wears that uniform. I just hope that some kind of way that the two sides can say, you know what? Hey, look, we love what you bring to this team. We would love to have you back in a role where you and Khalil Herbert are complimenting each other. This is what we think a role like this it's worked, and maybe they could come up with a compromise. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. I know you are for sure, but, man, I would love Montgomery to be back with this franchise. And you and I have said it on many occasions. That's what that's the preference, to have him back. But as you and I both know, it's a business. But they can work it out, Press, to get him back on this team, man. Woo, that will be a joy. And I'm just so glad that you and I talked about this part of it, Press, to where he had never made that an issue. His contract was not an issue. At all. You never heard anything about Montgomery as having a problem or being upset about not getting the deal done with Chicago Bears. So for that reason, bro, it just shows you, you and I talked about this here, man, his character, what type of player he is, man, and how he's all about this team. Yeah, he didn't make it about himself. I mean, it could have been very easy. He was asked about his contract often, and he always deferred those questions. He always said that he was focusing on what he could control, and Yep. I know a lot of times people could they they criticize athletes for giving like the 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 you know certain type of uh generic quotes and, and, and rhetoric and speech, but I kind of felt like that's just true to who David Montgomery is. He's like, look, I can't control that shit. I'm gonna go out there on the field and I'm gonna show my value. If they feel I, I deserve to be here, then I will be. If not, I'll take my talents elsewhere. And that was the kind of mentality that he had. Now I'm not gonna sit here and take shots at Roquans. I know a lot of people defend. <laughs> Did so, you know, they didn't like yeah. how, you know, public he made everything. Hey, Roquan and David Montgomery, them two different people. A-Dub and Perez are two different guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, we don't see the world in the same way, maybe, necessarily. Right. You know, Roquan, he did what he had to do, and guess what? She did got him paid. 
It definitely got him paid, though, bro. Got him paid. <laughs> hey, look, I could not lie on that, prob, bro. He got the bag. That's what he wanted. He got exactly what he wanted. But the one thing I'm going to piggyback on you that I didn't like about Roquan, that I did love about Montgomery, bro, What's up? was that Montgomery was so good with the fans, bro. He was like, look, I'm not going to let that distraction, whatever it is, ruin my relationship with the fans. He went out and signed autographs, bro. You know how he was yep. in all season, yep. bro. Yep. He had no problem coming out, doing that, signing autographs. Roquan, on the other end, he was over in his own LaShale. You know, he was there, but he wasn't signing autographs or doing anything like that or engaging with the fans, you know, even though the fans were showing him love. But that's the difference between him and Montgomery that I say I really liked about Montgomery. Well, I, but you also have to take into account that during that time, he he demanded a trade. I was even surprised he even showed up to uh, the, the fan fest. So, honestly, I'm like, why is he here? You just requested a trade. Like, what you doing? Right. <laughs> You're there, but you're not there, right, Fred? So it's like, okay, man, you want the trade. What, what are you going to do? You coming to work? Where we at, man? What, what we got going on here? So, yeah, it was a tough situation there. But, you know, I just wish that, you know, he still would have just engaged more with, with everyone else, you know, and participated in, in things if he's going to be there, you know? Well, not a problem of ours anymore. He's with Baltimore. Right. I, I'll tell you one thing, man. Ryan Poles. That could be a move that a lot of fans may look back on in the future and say, oh, man, should we have traded that guy? Right. Should, we, should we have tried to figure something out with him? So we'll see. We'll see. Well, hey, look, to your point, the jury is still out, bro. And um, I'm glad they got his money at the end of the day. That's what he wanted. He got his money. Ryan Poles had a number in, in mind that he thought that Roquan was worth. Those two didn't agree. Jack Sanborn stepped up. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and try to pretend that he has that type of athleticism of a Roquan Smith, but I tell you one thing, man, you give me a bunch of guys like a Jack Sanborn on this team, and, hey, I think we're moving in the right direction because Jack Sanborn exemplifies a lot of the things that I think are true to the Chicago Bears culture of old, which I Absolutely. hope that Matt Eberflus is bringing back. But everything that that kid's about is that hard work, that lunch pail mentality. That's the Chicago way, man. And I like what you have, where you're going with that. You talk about the Chicago way, how Jack Sanborn fits that, bro. You're definitely right, man. I mean, the way that kid played, Perez, you you look think of him as a as a as a young player. He played like, hey, this is what he wanted to do. He was ready. He was prepared, bro. And he got the job done without the talent of a Roquan Smith. So you got to give that kid a lot of credit. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. For audience. This concludes this episode. We know we said we had a special guest on this week's episode. Due to some schedule conflicts, we had to push it back a week. But we got y'all next week with a very special guest, Ada. It was good chopping up with you, my guy. We'll be back next week, audience. Until then, we are out. <laughs>